One day, two Talmidim of the Holy Baal Shem Tov passed through the city of Vilna. They stayed in Vilna for several days, spending their time in a shul called the Schneider Shul, the tailor's shul. In those days, craftsmen and artisans would get together to make their own shul. So you would have the Schuster Shul and the Soldier Shul and the Schneider Shul, amongst others. These two Talmidim could not help but notice one of the Mispalalim, one of the members of the Shul, who was there regularly. He always appeared to be very sad. Whenever they would try to speak to him, he would merely look back at them with sad eyes and wouldn't speak to them. It was no use speaking to him at all. He seemed to be just too sad to talk. So these two Talmidim of the Holy Baal Shem Tov began to ask about him. They wanted to know more. The other Schneiders said that he's known as the poor tailor. He was very well known in Vilna. Nobody knew much about him, but the strangest thing of all was that everyone believed he had the power to give a bracha, and everyone believed that his brachas would come true. How did they know this? A certain Jew of Vilna who dealt in flax once was walking down the street when the poor tailor asked him for money. So the flax dealer asked him, What will you do with the money? And the poor tailor replied, I will buy bread. I see, said the flax dealer to the poor tailor, and what will I get in return? I will give you a bracha, said the poor tailor. The flax dealer laughed, gave the poor tailor a coin, and the poor tailor did indeed bench him with hatzlacha. He gave him a bracha to be successful. It turned out that hatzlacha was something that the flax dealer very much needed that day, for he was just on his way to a local Puritz to see if he could buy the Puritz's flax. None of the Puritz's were easy to deal with, but this particular Puritz was the worst. It was sometimes dangerous for a Jew to even approach him. He was impatient and quick-tempered and wouldn't let any Jew haggle with him, but he did have good flax. So the Jewish flax dealer went before the Puritz but to his amazement, the Puritz received him in a very pleasant way, asked a very good price for his flax crop, and the deal was concluded. The Jewish flax dealer marveled at his good luck, and then he realized, maybe the poor tailor's blessing did help me. And so, the very next time the flax dealer had to go on business, he went out to look first for the poor tailor. This time he gave the poor tailor a larger donation and asked him for a bracha, which he received. And once again, the flax dealer was unusually successful. Before long, the flax dealer was the largest flax dealer in all of the surrounding regions. One day, the flax dealer made a big party for his friends. There was a lot of wine at the party. The flax dealer drank more wine than usual and shared with his friends 
that it was the poor tailor who was responsible for his success. Now that the secret was out, the town began to talk about the poor tailor's power to give brachas. The Talmidim of the Balshemtov returned to Mezbuzh and told the Balshemtov everything they knew about the poor tailor. When you are next in Vilna, said the Balshemtov to the two Talmidim, tell the poor tailor that I would like to see him. Try to get him to come and visit. In due course, the same two Talmidim were in Vilna once more. They found the poor tailor and told him that the holy Balshemtov wanted to see him. For the first time since they had been speaking to him, a smile appeared on the poor Schneider's face, and he nodded agreement. They set out immediately. When the Schneider appeared before the Balshemtov, the Balshemtov asked him to tell over everything that had happened to him. I was a poor tailor in Vilna, replied the poor tailor. My customers were poor people, and most of my work was mending old clothes, for which I could not charge a lot of money. I didn't earn enough money to feed my own family, so finally I joined up with another poor tailor like myself, and we decided to become a team. We would go from village to village and work until we had saved up enough money to return home and give to our families. Once, we came to a village and went to the local Kretschmer to ask for a room and board for a few days. The Kretschmer was in a very poor mood. He was upset. We asked him what was worrying him. He told us that the local Paritz was making a wedding for his daughter and had ordered the Kretschmer to find the best Jewish Schneiders to make the gowns and the dresses for the wedding party. Unfortunately, all of the Schneiders from Vilna that the Kretschmer had recommended to the Paritz were turned down by him after trying them out. Now the Paritz had threatened the Kretschmer to cancel his lease on the inn and throw him and his family out in the street unless he came up quickly with two expert Schneiders. The poor Kretschmer was frantic. So we told the Kretschmer that we were Schneiders and we would like to give the job a try. But the Kretschmer laughed. He said that if the expert tailors of Vilna had failed to pass the test, what chance could there be for a couple of Schneiders like us who specialize in mending old clothes? I can't send you to the Poritz, said the Kretschmer to us. He would think that I'm making a mockery of him. But we told him that in his present situation there was nothing for him to lose, and he agreed to introduce us to the Poritz as expert tailors. The Poritz agreed to give us a trial order, a suit of clothing for one of his servants. To our surprise, he was very pleased with the result, and he gave us the entire job. We worked hard and completed the order on time. The Poritz, his wife and daughter, were completely satisfied. The Poritz paid us very handsomely. As we were about to leave from the Poritz, his wife said to him, These Jews have earned a lot of money from us. Why don't you tell them about our prisoner? Perhaps they will pay his debt and buy his freedom. So the Poritz told us 
that another Kretschmer from a nearby village had fallen behind on the rent. The Poritz had put him and his family in jail until the debt would be paid. They would be kept there until a hundred and twenty years if nobody would ransom them for their debt and do the mitzvah of Pidyan Shavuyim. We asked the Poritz how much was the debt. The Poritz told us it was three hundred ruble. So I said to the other Schneider, Do you want to share with me in this mitzvah of Pidyan Shavuyim? We've each earned three hundred ruble. Let's put in half each. My friend answered that he would gladly do so, but he has a wife and children starving at home. So I said, In that case, I will do it alone. Here, three hundred rubles. The Poritz and his wife were shocked. He immediately ordered his guards to free the Kretschmer and his family. You Jews are remarkable people, said the Poritz. You're ready to give your life for one another. In order to show us that he could also be a nice fellow, he gave the Kretschmer back to the innkeeper, rent-free for one year. My friend and I returned to Vilna. I never saw my friend again, but I heard that he had prospered with the money which he had brought back with him. I returned to my Schneidering, mending old clothes for poor people as before. But things went from not good to very not good. I became depressed. I had to beg like any common beggar in order to feed my wife and children. But suddenly, people started to come to me for brachas. They thought that my brachas brought them luck. Me? A poor Schneider? What could I do? I needed their help, and if it made them happy to receive my blessings, I didn't mind giving it to them. Please, Rabbi, said the poor Schneider to the Balshemtov, if that was wrong of me, daven to Hashem that I should be forgiven, because after all, I'm just a poor tailor. The Balshemtov assured the poor tailor that he had done nothing wrong. On the contrary, because of his Messiris Nefesh, his self-sacrifice to save a whole Jewish family, he had earned a place as a tzaddik whose blessings come true. Then the Balshemtov told the poor tailor to stay in Mezbush. The Balshemtov promised to cure him completely of his sadness and to teach him Taira, even share with him some of the deepest mysteries of Taira revealed only to those who are most worthy. After some time, the man who was once known as the poor tailor became one of the most devoted Talmudim of the holy Baal Shemtev. 